Hello, the following episode, well, let's be honest, the following arc of improvised D&D contains a very large amount of sexual and drug humor. Uh, we, admittedly, we think it's very funny, but consider yourselves warned. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Out on a Whim Presents Improvised D&D, the third arc, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast and extension to our live show every Sunday, 7 p.m. in Chicago. Here, we follow three intrepid heroes from the Adventurer's Guild as they embark on a quest made up on the spot. Joining me are the two NPCs who I've lost complete control of for today, Judson Russell. Hello there. And Bailey Picorni. Hi. And our three heroes for this adventure, including one familiar face, are Malvolia. Malvolia, tiefling sorceress, and I'm a strong, independent devil who don't need no spellbook. Barnabas Starlight. Salutations, I am indeed Barnabas Starlight, human paladin. And as a paladin, all of my power comes from my god, Torm. And you can count on one thing, I'm a good boy. And Joros Bubblebath. Hello, I am Joros Kondos Donos Bubblebath III, Triton Druid. I fucked a manatee recently. In terms of the rules, the only master is the d20 die. Let's get to it. We start with a time of celebration. Our episode starts with the Royal Undersea Ball, to which Barnabas, Malvolia, and Prince Joros, most fittingly, have been invited. It's King Triton's 100th anniversary. That's your dad. And so the event is extravagant and just a little gaudy. Dancers prance and seafood, fittingly, is served. Tuxedoed seed horses frolic around and dolphins ask for pets. The height of pleasure and then some. Uh, Dungeon Master, what am I wearing? What would you wear to an undersea ball? Ooh, uh, like my regular clothes, but blue. Sure thing, yeah. Let me roll to see if I, I nailed it. Yeah. 19. You totally nail it. The jewelry you bring sparkles with the undersea light perfectly. I and you, Malvolia, Barnabas, and Joros, you all feel yourselves under the effects of a spell that allow you to walk under the sea with just the same control as you would above the surface. Superfluous in my case, because I can walk around underwater. <laughs> but very helpful in mine, for Extraordinarily I helpful, yes. yes. I, and I am wearing no underwater gear at all. In fact, I am just wearing my normal white and red tunic. My family is shooting you dirty looks. Well, I always try to be humble. Even at the bottom of the sea. You yes. seriously underdressed for this occasion. Well, at least they know I'm a paladin, and uh, and that they can count on me to do the right thing. I don't, I don't go in for all these gaudy kinds of, I don't know, slacks. Uh, Joros, how does your father feel about his jubilee? Um, he's a little conflicted about it. It shows that he's getting old, but he's still loved. Now, did you say that this was his anniversary or his birthday? I don't remember. It's the anniversary of him taking the throne. Ah, yes. Very the good. 100th anniversary, which as everyone knows, is the... Centennial. Centennial, the um, super diamond jubilee. Ooh, I did not bring a gift. Speaking of the man himself, here he comes. Well, with better... thunderous footsteps. You better come up with something quick, because uh -huh. we brought gifts. Right, uh, I will, I, uh, uh, 
I take this piece of seaweed and I I fold it into an origami crane. Uh, Roll to see if you do that. Eleven. Eleven. It's not bad. It sort of folds given that you're under the sea. But it looks like you put in some effort for the ten seconds you had. Well, it's the thought that counts. I, a barracuda wearing a small top hat, float before them and I say, Please welcome our king of our Triton kingdom. And I fly away. I, I sink into a low curtsy. I bow. I slouch. It's my dad. Hello, one and all. It's I, King Triton. Son. Dad. How are you? I'm fine. Thank I you for being present. Yeah, you're welcome, Dad. King Triton of the Great Tritons, I, Malvolia Tiefling Sorceress, bring you a gift on behalf of all Tiefling kind. Oh. I present him with a glowing orb with an eternal fire inside of it. That's awesome. I guess we have a use for fire down here in the ocean. It's ornamental. Great. Put it over there on the table with the other presents. I put it on the table with the other presents. Of which there are hundreds and hundreds of very neatly stacked gifts. Dungeon uh, Master, yeah. I, a small hermit crab, crack a hole in in this little orb and I make a little home. Woohoo! Your and Highness, <laughs> it is I, Barnabas Starlight, human paladin. I came from up above the water and uh, I brought you this uh, origami seaweed thing. Here you go. Wow, thanks. I can see you put a lot of effort into this. It's the thought that counts. Is it though? I always thought so. Perhaps it was that thought that counts. Ah! Hermit crab, put this on the table with the others. <laughs> okay, ooh. I make another house out of this one for my cousin. Oh, I like this one very much. And so the hermit crab makes a home out of seaweed. Oh, this is a nice one, but I don't feel like it's going to give very much structural integrity. Well, it's okay, you'll outgrow it and find a new one. Oh, soon. is that the voice of Joros? <laughs> I look up and I and I crawl over to him. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, I know it's a hard party. I know these are all such stuffy affairs. And with my with my little claw, I give him a little a little roll of seaweed. Thank you so much. No worries, take the edge off. <laughs> DM, are Malvoli and I able to understand the variety of sea life that are speaking right now? The spell that's been cast on you to give you control under the sea has allowed you to understand the various languages being spoken. Ah, very good. And never underestimate the importance of body language. That's right, my prince. Uh, Dad, I, uh, I didn't get you anything because as I am sole heir to the Bubble Bath Dynasty, I'm just going to inherit whatever the hell I give you. So uh, it would just be giving myself a gift in a roundabout way. He did make his own card in the carriage. Yeah, oh. to show I care. That's great. You put a lot of thought and effort in that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. This is just like all your other birth, all my other birthdays, where you give me a, a, a book of like things like favors you're gonna do me. Like I'll mow the lawn. We don't have a lawn. One free hug, which you never, which I tried to cash, and you never accepted. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been doing things with the hug vouchers. It's. Uh, you you had a voucher, but now we've moved on to chips. And I mean, we're going to cards pretty soon, so it's one of those things. It's a, it's a huge mess. Yeah, before that, it was Joros Bucks. Yeah, Joros Bucks. Uh, I mean, the bottom kind of fell out, you know, when our stocks started performing not all that well. Ah, uh, so. the great fall of the Joros Bucks. Yeah, the whole family is in ruins. Yeah, uh, it, it was just nonstop inflation. I sneak away to find some refreshments. Go ahead. 
and I am wrapped in this conversation. I look around the ballroom. Uh, what do I see? Can I roll perception? Go ahead and roll a perception to see. Ten. You are completely enamored by the variety of life and foods and drinks that you see around you under the sea is a completely different culture. It's amazing. I didn't realize they ate shrimp down here. I would think that's rude. But please, no, please help me. No, <laughs> Excuse no. me, uh, miss. Would you like a, this platter of live uh, shrimp? Oh, do they have families? Uh, well, yes, but they're also on the platter. Oh, perfect. I'll take the whole platter. I, I take the whole platter and I go find the bar. Ooh, perfect. I hand it off. But you don't have much time to enjoy it as the ballroom falls to silence and gasps. <gasps> oh, oh, this shrimp is great. Oh my god. A vicious laughter is heard over all. <laughs> as a black swirl of smoke. <laughs> this is really funny. <laughs> descends upon the center of the ballroom, precipitating into a cloaked form with scepter of onyx. I seek the king. It is none other than Count Duke. Good spelled backwards. The king's eternal nemesis. Uh, hello, we meet again, king of the Tritons. Hi, Doug. Back again, I see. Yes, you know it's... it. You know what? I'm not gonna... It's Duke. You know it's Duke. Whatever, Doug. Whatever. Mm, all right. Dungeon Master, I would like to incinerate in a fiery explosion beneath the waves all of the hors d'oeuvres because I'm really petty about the name thing. That's a 12. A 12 is all you need. With his immense power, the food <laughs> yes. goes in smoke. I start with the shrimp. Oh, my shrimp. <laughs> Despite you all being underwater, his mastery over pyrotechnics? Pyromancy? <laughs> Pyromancy. Pyromancy. Piracy? Goes no, that's all. something different. <laughs> It's a nice party. It's a shame I was not invited. That's because yeah, you're a dick, Doug. Yeah, you're awful. We did invite your brother, Count Dab. Count which is, Dab? Yeah, it's bad spelled backwards. <laughs> He's really good. Joros, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> You've grown so much. Thanks. Ah, uh, you almost don't look like your father. I wonder why. I've been living kind of a terrestrial existence mm. recently. I've been adventuring with a guild. Ah, what guild? The Adventurers Guild? Oh, you know. Uh, We're the second best Adventurers Yes, Guild. yes, I usually call the Explorers League myself. Damn but, it. Uh, <laughs> they you are know, you wonderful. should really call the Adventurers Guild. I don't believe we've met uh, Mr. Doog. It is Doog. It's uh, Doug. My uh, name is Barbara Starlight, human paladin. I hold out a clawed hand. And I extend my feeble human hand. Barnabas, as you touch his hand, you feel this unholy magic swirl into your arm. <laughs> I sense evil. And Malvolia, tiefling sorceress, yes. would you like to dance? Oh, you know what? I had a whole monologue prepared, but uh, yes, absolutely. Malvolia, be careful. He is an evil being. Of course. I wait for some of his evil to infect you and Ev turn you into an evil person. Everyone, Barnabas. everyone, this is Barnabas Starlight Paladin, who uh, his nose does the the exact job of any of our eyes. Of course, I'm evil. Ah, but the nose can be trusted. The eyes can be deceived. I pull, I pull Barnabas off to the side. Barnabas, yes. don't ruin this for me. Do you know how often it is that I meet an evil 
pyromage who also happens to be at the same underwater party as me. Uh, are you saying that you're actually romantically interested in this person? Obviously, yes. Oh dear, well, far be it from me to block your 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 amorousness, but I'm going to be close by, making sure nothing bad happens. Oh, plenty of bad things are going to happen, if we're lucky. I don't like this one bit. And so the ballroom descends into nervous chatter. <laughs> Dungeon Master, I would like to summon forth an undead band to play an unholy tune of which we might groove to. No roll needed. Ooh, excellent. Yeah. Summoned. <laughs> I snap my fingers, and what? they follow the beat. What is evil mu music? Would it be saxophones, trumpets? It would be both of those things. Mm, mm. My, the most evil of music. That's right, brass baby. Oh, I can't stand it. It's poisonous to <laughs> my oh, ears. They're, yeah, yeah, they're playing Beyond the Sea, and it's yeah. just so uh, on the yeah. nose. Yes. You on the nose. Dungeon Master, I take Malvolia's hand, and we dance. Doug, you're ruining my party. Of course I am. That's I'm why I'm Roll an yeah. athletics check. A 14. That's a 12. 14 and a 12. Under your confident grips, under your confident swagger, you perform a dance. Not the most legendary ever seen in this court, but one that oohs and ahs the crowd despite their fear. I've been taking a few bubble ballroom dancing classes. Whoa. Oh my goodness. Your feet are on fire, if I do say so myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Yours are literally as well. Yes, they are literally on fire. <laughs> oh, goodness. This has been lovely. This so has been great. You were getting into your evil plot. Yes. I'd oh. love to hear oh, it. Oh my. Thank you, Melvolia. No. I... Thank you, Duke. Ooh, ooh. I wink, and then I come back to the king. Yeah, Doug, what's the deal? All you've done is break <laughs> a wall and blow up the hors d'oeuvres. Uh, and we had a lovely dance. Have you noticed anything missing from your kingdom? Look here, you have a no. son. Yep. You have subjects. Yeah, your dwarves are gone. But what of your daughter? My God! You've taken her! Well, yeah, it's, it's, she, it's actually... Wait, I is, she, is she in I, her room? No. Let's go check her room. Oh, uh, she told me to stay out. I think this one time you can go look. No, she caught me poring over her diary, and she got really mad. She told me about that. Yeah. She's still what mad. were you poring over her diary? Is Did this it... just a regular kidnapping situation, or yeah, are you Doug, involved? We're proof of life or something. So yes, far you've yes. just said you've taken her. Dungeon master, I go into my robe and I pull out a stone of far speech, and I activate the magics so that we might hear the voice of his daughter, Finarina. Finarina, speak to your father. Dad? Is that you, Dad? Yes! Finarina, is that oh, you? I've been kidnapped. I've been kidnapped like but it's it's not like it's it's a really nice castle. It almost seems nicer than yours. You sure you were kidnapped? You're not just in your room. No, no, I'm I'm in my new room. In another castle. Oh. But, but, oh, we're sorry, but the princess is in another yes, castle. Yes, I'm in yeah. another castle. What opulence. Yes, yes we, actually we actually went through went seven, seven castles, castles, and I am now in the eighth castle. castle. He has seven castles? Oh, you know I do. So, so uh, I, 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 it is, it's, it's very, very comfortable. comfortable. It's, it's wonderful, wonderful. But, but I, I do I believe this is still kidnapping. kidnapping. I, I just I don't, just I, he, he hasn't told me of his evil plots, but please, please, if only there were three brave adventurers to come save me. Or I could or probably I just leave. leave. It's not. There's really. There's not much keeping me here. Oh yeah, just go then. Oh, uh, I didn't lock the door. Oh no, no, you didn't lock anything. Oh god, I need to fire Steve. 
Um, well, I guess I'm going to walk out now. No, don't go out. Just, it's very dangerous near the 8th castle. Just call a fish. You know that, that service where you call and a fish comes and brings you home? Yeah, or a scuba? Yeah. And dangerous it is. As soon as she attempts to leave, you hear her screams. <gasps> and the audio fades. Oh, no, I should have locked the door. Man, that stone of fart speech is really special. You... You, no one in the Bubble Bath Dynasty can say my names right or the names of my things right. Ooh. Dungeon Master, I turn to Joros. And I go to his front pocket and I pull out a small roll of seaweed. Oh, wait, that's son, not mine. You said you quit. Oh, no. what's this? Perhaps you don't know your son as well as you think. Go oh, ahead, Dad. Hit me with a lecture. So disappointed in you. This is your brain. This is your brain on kelp. Come on, son. You just showed me some brain coral. It looks the same. Oh, here, but you see, you the brain coral on that's on kelp is bleached. Okay. Can we have an adventurer sidebar? Yes, I agree. So, I know things seem dire, and there's obviously some question on is this an okay quest for us to take, because, of course, it involves Joros' family. But I just feel like if she dies, all of Doog's hard work will go to waste. I, for one, am all for saving this fair maiden Finalina, and I would give you my hand, and both of you my hand, in this venture. You'll marry me to go on this quest? Well, I have two hands. I thought it would be easier if I just held hands so we don't get lost. Yes, well, we have to hold hands when we're underwater. That is one of the adventuring rules. Okay, well, polygamy is outlawed in this kingdom. Just keep that in mind. You can't give your hand to both of us. I don't even like monogamy. <laughs> I don't, you don't have to worry about me. So we're agreed. We will accept your father's quest. Okay, yeah, that sounds fine. Your Majesty... Yes. King Triton of the Tritons and Count Doog. Yes. We will, of course, go forth and deal with this situation on both of your behalves. I should oh. hate for anything to go wrong, of course. <laughs> ah, well, King Triton, I feel like this is a wonderful time for one of our famous wagers. <laughs> Dear adventurers, when you save the Princess Finarina, will you bring her to me and conquer the sea? Or will you bring it to King Triton and maintain the status quo? Ooh. I do like the status quo. I'm mainly saying this to Malvolia. Ah, sorry for interrupting. No, you, I mean, I'm saying it to you, but I feel like that's kind of a lost cause. Ah, thank you. Mm. Well, my instinct is to say, of course I'll bring her to you, but I am on this... A nasty little redemption tour. Mm. I'm trying to stay out of prison. How about I'll think about it what and I'll write you in the morning. I, I absolutely would love that and I turn to Joros. Joros, in my eighth castle, polygamy is not illegal. Okay, wow. I, that wasn't an offer between you and I, but I just know you, you're, you're known for your adventures in... in Sure, I, uh, well, I mean, I like to fuck, but I don't want to get tied down. Also, mm. your sister's in there. I feel yeah, like I'm right. fighting a yeah, losing a battle idea, here. I'm sorry, you. that, yeah, that's... I like I just don't have enough off to offer here. Yeah, well, incest is not my kink, yeah. so... No, that... Well, Doug, this is getting really weird. I said polygamy, I didn't say incest. Please don't call Doug weird. He doesn't like it. I assume, I'm sorry to speak for you so soon. He's the one trying to get my children to bang. That's us. Who said that? That was my idea. Well, you are royalty. All right, listen. If you bring my daughter back home to me, I can give you these... Magic pearls, and also all the shrimp you can eat. 
Detroit. Shut up! Alright, alright, you've twisted my hand. I unfurl an infernal scroll. If you bring her to me, I will place your names in this ledger and great. I, 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 I mouth un to Malvolia and I, and I turn to Barnabas and I say, holy powers. Ooh, yeah. great holy powers. Yes, a great holy, air holy. quotes, we air quotes, holy, holy packed with a holy deity, which will give you great holy powers to preside over the oceans. Well, that does sound like fun. I say we bring her back and give her to Doog. <laughs> Perhaps we should not commit to anything until we've brought her back. Some of the shrimp is buffalo flavored. Let's go. We, l- we leave the palace. And so the quest is clear. Our three adventurers embark on a quest to save Joros' sister from the Eighth Castle. Will they return her to King Triton or Count Doog? Well, let's find out. Dungeon Master, as we exit the palace, where are we? As you exit the palace, you are now on the sea floor. You see, floating above you, the light of the surface. And swimming by, schools of fish. Shark, too frightened to hurt you. And far in the distance, you see, ominously tall, an onyx tower much like the staff of Count Doog. It is surrounded by a kelp forest. The kelp forest, if legends are true. The kelp forest. I remember. I've, I've heard some stories about that growing up. Isn't it so to say that the fish that reside there are usually poisoned? Yes, it is true. I have heard such tales of the kelp forest. And not only are they poisoned, but they are very good at blending in with their surroundings. So we'll have to be extra cautious as we move through. Malvolia, can you roll an intelligence check for me? Five. Five. That's all you know. That's it. Poisoned and they blend in. Dungeon Master, do my powers work underwater? They do. Once again, the spell has given you full control over your flame powers, even under the sea. Good to know. Uh, say, there, Joros, do you think we could perhaps ride one of these sharks through above the forest and avoid the whole ordeal? Um, yeah, I think we could probably hitch on one of these hammerheads here. Or could we rent a seahorse? I, I see a stable just over there. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever you want to mount is fine by me. Whatever anyone wants to mount is fine by me. You sure don't have hang-ups, do you, Joros? No, not really. I'm pretty loosey-goosey. I wave down the stable master. Yes, hello. You? Yes, we'd like three seahorses, and we'd like to take them through the uh, the cursed forest to the scary tower. Ah, yes, that will be 15 seashells. Which is, I believe, what we use for money down here. I... Wait, how are you not familiar with our currency? I only have gold, but I do have unlimited gold. I know Joros bucks went under, but we have been on the seashell standard for a while yet, Stable Master. Really screwed up the economy. I'm actually not sure it was vouchers for a little while. Yep. And then Joros bucks, I think. Yep. 
Uh, and then it was, I think we're going on to some sort of card system. Sure. And there's a lot of people investing in cryptid currency. Mm-hmm. It's, a uh, you know, just the currency made by monsters I and chimeras. I don't understand that yet, and I don't think it's going to catch all. It's, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bottom out. Don't worry about it. Joros, can you roll an insight check on this man? 16. 16. The seahorses he'd be peddling to you would be too afraid to go into the kelp forest. He's trying to swindle you. What the hell do you mean by trying to pawn these wussy-ass horses off on us? Well, I'm sorry. I just, I need to eat, and I need some form of currency. Every type of currency I have has become worthless the second I get it. Well, we demand something to ride. Bring out your sons. (laughs) All right, Squidbert. Yes. Flandrella. Yes. What do you need of us, and father? Octo Steve? Yes, it is I, Octo Steve, I like- warrior of the seven realms. Oh, I like him. Yeah, I would like to ride Flandrella. He's got this cool femboy thing going oh, on. Oh, me? <laughs> oh, I look away embarrassed. Now, we don't have any seashells, but I can offer you gold or a trade. Oh, what else could you trade? I have a flesh ball in my bag of holding that oh. used to be a horse. Okay. I have some scrolls. Um, a potion, my mother's locket. I have a prayer gauntlet. Ah, prayer gauntlet. Yes, I put it on to pray. Also good for starting duels. Should you ever have the need. Oh, Father, Father, what's this ball of flesh? I'm not sure, but it's got a wing on it. Oh, oh, may I hold your ball of flesh, miss? Yes, but only if it will grant us safe passage. Very well. I hand the ball of flesh to the, the little boy. Oh, Oh, Papa. Oh, can we keep it? I can sense its thoughts. Its name is Buttercup. I love it so. Please, Papa. Please. Yes, I believe we can accept that. It's probably money by now. Very good. Well, we'll be on our way. Leave the flesh ball. Oh, of course. All right, I'll be riding Octo Steve. Yeah, let's do it. Ha ha! I mount Octo Steve. Octo Steve! All right, Flandrella, giddy up. Ooh, okay. Be gentle a little bit. And what, was your name Squid Philip? You know, I like that better than the name my dad gave me. You can call me Squid Philip. It's Squidbert. You were named after your grandma. Yeah, whatever. Father. My grandma sucks. <laughs> and so the three of you go. Aha! Goodbye, my Aha! children. A lovely trot. Off we go. <laughs> Here we go, you and me. I'm Steve. Yes, Octo Steve. Is that because you're eight years old? No, it's because of my eight legs. Oh, look at those. Oh, let's go. I'm going to roll to see how this goes. Oh, it's a 20. A natural 20. Oh, I just have so much love in my heart from this little buttercup that's part of my life now. I run so fast. Uh, DM, are we we, uh, swimming over the kelp forest or through the kelp forest? The kelp forest reaches infinitely high, all the way Ah. to the surface. So there is no riding above it. It's just riding through it as quickly as you can. All right. We should be careful for these poisonous uh, and elusive fish. And so your mounts do help you go through faster. But as you go through, Barnabas, can you roll a perception check for me? I sure can. Six. Six. You don't see anything fishy, literally or figuratively. Uh-huh. Malvolia, can you roll perception for me? A 15. 15. One of the 
kelp sort of drifting along looks an awful like lot like the one that was plucked from Joros's shirt? Hmm. Question mark? Does all seaweed look the same? Or is this suspicious? Joros, do you recognize this specific piece of kelp? Yeah, um, I, uh, not particularly, no. All right, I'm going to light it on fire. I use flame hands. Hell yeah. It's a three. A three. Oh, no, oh, I hit Octo oh, Steve. Oh, oh. Octo Steve, no. Octo Steve, no. no. Oh, I only had one hit point. No, point, point. Yeah, he point. could only take one hit. And so as Octo-Steve burns, Oops. you see, bristling through the kelp forest, shapes that camouflage with the sea. You can't quite make them out. They seem to be camouflaging with everything around them. Oh no, Joris, I'm scared. Hold me. Okay, yeah, uh, I will hold you, my mount. Cool. I would like to use uh, Aura of Courage on uh, this scared mount here. Uh, let me roll for that. I'm comforting. Why Why do they need the aura of Three. courage? Why does... Ass. What's he... Why is he looking at me like that? I... Chin up there, sport. I'm just going to start blindly firing fire into the kelp forest. And I'm going to continue this cuddle puddle. It's a six. Oh, God. I hit the scared one. Oh, no. I only had one pinpoint point two. Ooh, ooh, no. Philandra. I hold my flipper up to Joros and I stroke the side of his beautiful, beautiful face. And I say, remember me. Oh, my God. I'm so sad. Hellish rebuke. I'm making a wall of flames. You guys it's a seven! Oh god, Squidbird! Oh no, no, my bloody uh, All of our mounts! Your mounts are all finished! Oh, but look! He kept Buttercup! Oh, I put Buttercup back in my bag. I'm glad Buttercup yeah, is okay. It is small comfort for the poisonous fish. Make their grand appearance. They come at you! <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah, that's right, you guys came to the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> What are they snapping with? <laughs> Our fins. We got snapping fins because we're snapping Yeah, I fish. heard these guys, uh, they're at war with the sharks right now. <laughs> that's right. Oh, are these the, the dreaded red snappers? Mm, that's right. The red snappers. Yeah. You're either a snap or a shark. Yeah. They're also, I mean, they hang out by, like, the thermal vents, so they're also known as the jets. Ah. That's right. Oh, is that our Prince Joros? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> you came to the wrong kingdom, Nate. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. This place is gang infested. <laughs> I've done nothing to try to alleviate the, the gang problem in this kingdom. Yeah, you know, we were actually starting a good business before Joros Bucks went down. Yeah. Then you oh, called the cops on us. That's right. Officer Troutkey came by. That's right. He, <laughs> he took your brother Phineas. God, you have a lot of missing siblings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, my my mom laid a ton of row, and, you know, some of them made it and some didn't. You know, Fangs, Skid I think row? this is getting too sociopolitical for all the snapping. Yeah, I don't really care about this. Let's... They let's attack. <laughs> we initiate combat. And so the fish go first. Dungeon Master, I would like to vomit poison spit all over these mooks. Go ahead. Huh? Try. That's a four. <laughs> Just a little bit. Not enough. All right. <laughs> Barnabas, it's your turn. I would like to roll to you Shield of Faith to protect myself from any other further attacks. One! 
Oh, ow! I accidentally hurt myself. He stepped on an urchin. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not only that, you are more vulnerable to the next incoming attack. Darn Get it. Get him, Fangs. All right, I'm gonna shoot a poison dot at him. A nine. A poison what? Dot. Dot. You know he's saying dot. <laughs> Fangs, Fangs, he's got you've so got, many. You've got to gentrify this place. He's got so <laughs> many. He's got so many teeth. It's hard to speak. Barnabas, currently petrified at the school of fish, is hit by the poison dart. <laughs> ah, ah! Luckily, fools, I am impervious to poison. Gah, your poison is useless on me. Ha! Joros, it's your turn. All right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna play it cool, boy, real cool, and I'm gonna trap him in a watery sphere. Fifteen. So the whole school of fish is caught in this enveloping bubble. They are immobilized. What's this completely. sorcery? Charles, you suck. Well, um, yeah. I mean, we kind of subscribe to a broken windows theory of uh, of this neighborhood. So we're just gonna try to get you out of here, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully the, this neighborhood will you know have some sort of renewal. But. Um, yeah, it's purely punitive. We're just gonna <laughs> extract are all the. Are you actually gonna try to reform our town, or are you just gonna put us in this bubble, much no, like yeah. the one that you and your kingdom? No, live it's in. just yeah. gonna be mass incarceration of the evil people, and I think that'll work itself. I feel out. like the rate of recidivism is gonna be just really bad, and it's gonna be like this really like yeah. it's gonna go straight into prison, kind of like a pipeline, you uh, know, like where water goes through. We're never gonna change. I yeah. use polymorph to turn some of the kelp into an upscale coffee shop while they talk about this. Oh, these are nice. Oh, it's a three. <laughs> Oh no, it's one of those low-grade coffee shops. Yeah. Ooh, don't worry, I'm gonna use Polymorph again to make it a chain. A six! Oh, now there's ah, two of them. No, no. it's a Starfins. Why would I want to a Starfins across from another Starfins? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, God. I like their blonde roast, I'm not gonna lie. Whatever, only Starfish shop there. Well, yeah. it's convenient, okay? And so, the fish have been defeated. The Onyx Tower rises. Through the kelp forest, you can see it. There it is, the Onyx Tower. I think that might be where uh, Finarina may have either be or have recently escaped from. Well, I suppose we should check for traps before we just blindly walk in there. A one. Looks good. Let's do it. Let's blindly walk in. The sea is not your element, Malvolia. Joros, might I ask a personal question? Yeah, please do. Do you have a drug problem? Um, well, I, I have a solution for my problems that takes the form of drugs, so... Well, yes? you are currently in the worst place. I need you to roll a d20, a okay. dice, to see if you can resist the, the calling of the kelp forest that is naturally growing your favorite... Seaweed. ...joint. Fourteen? You look around, your eyes shift as you see there, and then there, to your left, up, down, just these natural, pure morsels of your favorite joint. But you resist the urge. What? No, why? <laughs> I, I, you you resist the urge? No, no I you can go ahead if you want. I'm proud of you, Joro, so just saying no. Yeah, stop putting words in my mouth. I want to smoke all of this. But you aren't, Jaros, because you rolled well, and you're showing good control of your baser instinct. Wait, what I'm is sorry. happening to me? Are you trying to go on a bender? No, it's not a... 
They're, what the hell? Do you know anything about kelp? No, I'm I am of the fire people. Oh, it's, I am of the land people. It's non-habit forming. But I you mean, but you smoke it all the time. Oh, habitually, but it's not habit forming in and of itself physiologically. Okay, I'm going to roll intelligence to see if I absorbed any of that. 14. It sounds like you have a drug problem. Maybe not the worst drug problem, but, like, still a drug problem. It's all right. I love drinking and marrying anyone I meet. And I love prayer and chastity. Okay, well, you know, religion is the narcotic of the masses. We know that. Thank you. And And I'm a broken person. Yeah. So why not just let me be me? Well, there's no deadline to save your sister and reunite with Count Doog. Why don't we... Pause and uh, explore the rough side of town. A noble like myself has never really gone on the bad side of the tracks, so to speak. I'm going to roll to see if I sound cool. One. You fail. Yeah, you fucking narc. We're gonna get out get of here. We're going to get tubular tonight. Are you dabbing right now? I am dabbing vigorously as many times as physically possible You're in trying one minute. way too hard. I am removing my cloak. I am rolling up my sleeves, and today I am going to try the drugs. Oh, dear. Okay, I, uh, Dungeon Master, I take out my glass pipe and just get a nice sesh going. I just start eating the kelp. Nope. Wait, no, I mean, it's in my mouth. I'm swallowing it. Okay, well, you gotta get like a gummy or something like that. It's just not gonna be effective. It's an eight. Oh, my God. Bad trip. Oh no! Oh, I'm gonna die in the ocean. How are you able to metabolize it like that? That's crazy. (laughs) Malvo. Oh dear. Oh god. Oh, Barnabas, open your hands. Open your hands. Uh, I. All right, I'll open my hands. I put it in his head. Oh, I should have seen that coming. This is my first time having fun with friends. Malvolia, as you regurgitate. And scream, you attract the attention of the King Tuna. He wears atop his head a crown. And he looks like he is not very pleased with your conduct. Stop, my dear, dear fish friend, boy. Who's throwing up all over my yard? I point to Barnabas. I'm just holding it, I swear. It wasn't me. Oh, yeah, for a friend. Yeah, I was just just holding holding the vomit for a friend. That's all. All over my yard. I never would lie. If I ever am lying, some might say I'm dying. Guy, I, I know this guy. Hey, Charlie. Oh, hey, Joros. What's up? Uh, uh, listen, Charlie, we're sorry about all this. Uh, I mean, also, Have may I... Have been eating this weed? Uh, well, I, yeah, the fucking narc has. Why the hell would you eat weed? You smoke it. Or a gummy. Especially when it grows in joints, this as has been established. This is my first drugs, and I'm doing my best. You called it drugs? Yes. It, yeah, it just takes on this really dirty tone when you say yeah. it like I'm that. I'm not saying it like anything. It's drugs. You've got narc face. Like, I just d- total narc face. That is so Oh, you're rude. so lucky. Oh, it was so rude. I thought I was the knock of the No, group. you look like you know how to party. Well, I do, yes. Uh, no one parties Watch more me than... two-step. Aha. Yes. Hey, wow, you're good. pretty good. That's really wow. impressive, actually. Yeah. Yes, and the pinwheel. Ooh. All the way around. And the split. Oh, the flourish. Uh, oh, Pulled the myself flourish up by my that. hair. 
and jazz hands. Oh, wow. Hey, thank you. Thank you. No role needed. It was an immaculate performance. Thank you. I Well, everything about me is immaculate, of course. Now, uh, King Tuna, uh, what say you about letting us go up to that Onyx Citadel? Uh, well, I mean, we're with Joros, so I guess that's cool. What do you need? Well, we are trying to find uh, Joros' sister, uh, the Princess Finarina. I've taken off my pants. Uh, you hear a screaming coming from the tower. Uh, what on earth and sea is that? It's Finarina! Uh, she needs your help! Uh, my name is Princess Finarina and I need somebody's help! And she needs you to not be here <laughs> taking drugs in the kelp forest. I've ripped up my clothes so I look way cooler. Which, it, wow, she's nude. <laughs> she's... Uh, <laughs> you gave me a lot of trouble for only wearing my tunic, and now you're practically new, I'm Mount marching Bolia. up to that tower, and I'm eating the first thing I see in there, whether it's drugs or not. Well, this does, in fact, uh, confirm a suspicion I had. Melvolia is a fire crotch. DM, I charge Literally. into the tower blindly and start running up the stairs to I, try and find Finarina. I stumble up there, too, because I'm helping. You do not get into the tower, for it is barred. The main door is locked. But you see in the main entrance a spindle of sorts, a, a, a pin prick. You see three words written above this needle. Pord, P-O-R-D. Fo, F-O, Dulb, D-O-O-L-B. Well, isn't this the place where everyone's name is just backwards words? Yes, it's drop for blood. What, is, am I getting that right? Drop for blood. Dro drop of blood. Oh, drop yeah, was of no blood. Yeah. Well, I take a knife out of my bag of holding and I just cut my hand. There's, There's already a, a needle. Oh, never mind. 18! <laughs> it is a vicious wound. You wow. cut yourself at the artery. Ah. You are bleeding. It is more than enough. Drugs are bad. You're going to attract sharks, stupid. Drugs, oh, my God. Drugs are bad. I rub the rest of the blood just on my naked body. And so the sharks come. They start swimming through the now kelp the farts. jets are gone, we're in control of the whole neighborhood. We're in control of everything, bro. DM, has the door to the Citadel opened? It has. It has begun to swung op swing open. I shall hold them off while the two of you head into the citadel. I draw forth the divine saber of penetrating regret. I immediately abandon him and just stumble my way into the tower. The King Tuna summons forth an army of Tuna to defend you as you enter the Onyx Tower. No, Tuna. Damn it, boys! Well, no. those Tuna are brave. I thought they were the chickens of the sea. Aha! Well said. But... Inaccurate. I shall fight beside you, Tuna. Never thought I'd see the day, but here I am, your ally. Dungeon. Barnabas, roll to see how well you do in the ensuing battle. All right, I would like to swing the Divine Saber of Penetrating Regret at the nearest sharks, and I have rolled a six. <laughs> a I six. regret nothing. <laughs> when you're a shark, you're a shark all the way from the deepest trench to the brightest bay. <laughs> yeah. You swing blindly the kelp forest, <laughs> impairing your judgment. <laughs> And the sharks toy with you as they avoid your swing. <laughs> Come on, guys, be nice. <laughs> Get him, Mako. I take a huge bite out of him. 
17. <laughs> it is a bite out of his right tricep. It hurts. Owie. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that. Ow. Ow. Is that what how you tuna feel when we eat you? Oh, terrible. Ooh. All right, now I'm bleeding. I'm going to go in. <laughs> and so the tuna, as you make your move in, bash into the sides of the sharks with Ow. surprising speed. No, our chilled out groove stopped. But neither the sharks nor the tuna wish to enter the onyx tower. Once inside, I immediately use my faith to heal myself. Ah, much better. Barnabas, did you do anything in that fight? I'm just curious. I swung oh, oh. wildly with a sword and then got bitten by a shark. Joros, did you do anything in that fight? Just curious. I don't help. While you were out there fighting the tuna or the sharks or whatever, I rooted around in this room and I found myself a seashell swimsuit that I'm going to wear for the rest of the adventure. I also ate more kelp. But this time I got an 18. So I'm feeling very relaxed. Good. Well, you're newly re relaxed. I'm healed and Joros has done nothing. So I think we're well set to try and find the princess. You enter the main lobby. Tasteful decor. Sort of a gothic inspiration. Yeah, I like Brutalist the architecture with griffins and gargoyles that you would expect from above the surface. But they are here, all of them quite a bit gaudy and all of them black. Can I roll history on this onyx tower? Go ahead. Eight. Eight. That is enough to know that this is a legendary building that disappeared from the surface. This is supposed to be land building. Why is it underwater? Hmm. I wonder if it rained really hard. Barnabas, as you inquire about this, you feel your dedication to the truth start to wane. I'm suddenly caring less about what's true and what's not. I'm suddenly open to alternative facts. Very strange. Not just Barnabas, but Joros and Malvolia too. This place seems to be impairing your judgment of truth and fiction. Oh, and the kelp didn't do that? No, this this place is magical in its nature, but the kelp, the kelp probably helped. It, it had to have been a catalyst. <laughs> yes. It was a catalyst. Cool. Well, I don't give a fuck about what's real, guys. And I've been gaslighting people since I was six, so I don't really care either. Well, this is very hard for me. I've always fought for truth, justice, and the ways of the realm. No, you haven't. Yes. And, I, and, and Tom, if Tom knew I was questioning what truth is, why... He might take away some of my abilities. Tom's or, oh, not no, real. No, he's not real. I don't yeah, think he would. He's yeah. very real. No, maybe to you. How else could you explain how I fight so good? You're and, good at fighting. Well, my divine saber of penetrating regret? It's just a sword. And my ability to uh, smite evil? Maybe you just practiced and maybe you're just a good person. Maybe. Uh, how come those poison darts didn't hurt me? You're a big boy. It would take a lot of poison to kill you. Yeah, you might have been building up an immunity and sticking yourself with darts every day. I am suddenly questioning my faith in everything. Barnabas, as you do so, you see before you a grand staircase reaching from this floor all the way to the top of the tower. 
and further down below you. But in front of that staircase, you see two armed guards. You're very shocked to see that their heads are on backwards. There seems to be a backwards theme going on with this place. They're staring at you with their faces, but their backs are to you simultaneously. They hold their swords and shields behind their backs, facing you. I approach them. Uh, salutations, my name is Barnabas Starlight, and I'm a human, and I, I fear that my paladin abilities may be diminished. Uh, who are you? Hi, my name is Live, and this is my brother. Dab. That's right, you've entered our castle, adventurers, but yeah. like, aren't you all doubting yourselves now? Mm -hmm. You look like a paladin. Who's your god? <laughs> Torm! Torm's my god! Oh, Torm? <laughs> Whatever. Wait a second. Live. If you spell that backwards, it's evil! I, d <laughs> I, I would like to initiate combat! Whatever. We, we pray to our god, Mort. Yeah. And so you do. Alright, I would like to use Divine Smite to uh, take out Live. <laughs> 18! Oh. 18. As you swing at this creature with your divine magic, it seems like the damage you deal to it has made it stronger. <laughs> oh. No! Give us some more! Yeah. Good, good boy. That's Go Go because I question my faith, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> Tom, I'm sorry! I Wait. don't know, is it? <laughs> Dungeon Master, um... Do I realize that uh, these guys are bad guys, or am I so uh, confused that I I don't know what's going on? You've taken this before. You get a you have an understanding of what's around you. Okay. I'm assuming that you're not completely wasted. Okay. At the same time, these people are cackling like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> sure. Well, okay. So if we're looking at this logically, the divine smite just made live and dab stronger. Correct. Um, so we don't want to hurt them, so I am going to just take one for the team and suck Live's dick. Whoa, hey, <laughs> what are you, what are you uh, doing? You gonna roll oh. performance on that one? <laughs> I'm confident in how I do. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I'm gonna need a seduction roll at least, <laughs> at least roll a dice for me. Wow. Okay, fine, yeah, where are my manners? <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> you know what? I, I I have pretty low self-esteem. That works. I'm also mouth live. I I stare at Barnabas while he does it. Yeah, make sure you stare no. deep into Barnabas' eyes. I don't eyes. like this at all. No, you keep eye contact. <laughs> Do not break eye contact. God damn it. Oh, that's part of all it. All right, I'll help up by not breaking eye contact. <laughs> Just make it quick. Could you sing? Could you sing while they're doing it? Well, it's true. I was almost a bard. Any requests? Keep looking in his eyes. All right, I know this one. Uh, 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 yeah, key, key change. Finish. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Wow. Wow. That was that was great. That was fast. Was it's, and it's really messy because it's underwater. Yeah. <laughs> and I helped. I just like to watch. And because oh. it was so great. Live is vanquished. <laughs> so now we just have to deal with Dab. Okay, Dab, same for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I 
just gotta do a seduction. You know what? No, you just do it. (laughs) This time, this time I. No, I like you to spit at me. (laughs) I don't want singing. I want you to spit at me. Spit? Yeah. I do I, it. I just start. All right, Spavo, yeah, you're used to this. Start spitting. Tell me you're disappointed in me. Oh, I'm disappointed in you. All my schoolwork was bad. You're a bad boy, and <laughs> mommy didn't like you. Right. Live was her favorite. She's oh. going to be so sad that he's gone. Oh. Always oh. second. Second I'm brother. Second <laughs> blowjob. <laughs> no one wants you. Yay! And with a scream, he disappeared. Did you notice he screamed yay when he finished? My goodness. I mean, that's how I feel, but I just never articulate it quite that way. I don't know if I've ever felt anything that exciting. Sex is just something you do after you marry someone to gain control of their land. Or when you lose sight of what's important in life and you and you fall into evil tendencies. Yeah, or, you know, when a, a fiddler crab is, is demonstrating. All of these things are true. But now, on to the princess, Finarina. And so you go to the staircase, which goes both up and down. You hear the screaming coming from above. Ah, I say I'm we go up. I'm still in peril! Oh, the peril is so constant! Wait a minute. If bad is good, and good is bad, and the screams are coming from up above... Wouldn't it follow that we should go down the stairs? I'm going to roll intelligence to see if I follow that. 18. Joros is right. I'm always wrong. Women shouldn't have jobs. Ah, I feel like somebody said something that was wrong. Ah, but I'm in trouble. All right, let's run down these steps in hopes that we get to the right place. All right, Joros, you're in charge now. Okay, oh, well. Y'all know how to descend stairs, right? Actually, no. You never tried that. Not right. underwater, Joros. I'm gonna use Fireflight to propel me down the stairs with flames coming out of my hands. It's a seven. You crash into the walls and hurt you. You smash your shoulder. Women shouldn't have magic. I'm going to do somersaults down the stairs. Let me. Twelve. Twelve. You're underwater and you're wearing armor. You try to somersault through, but you land on your head. Aha! <laughs> Success! You, you just tumble down a, a mass of pain and writhing agony. Ah! Success comes at a cost. Well, it's a, like I always say, it's the thought that counts. Just then, from inside Joros's pocket, a small hermit crab arrives. Hey, I have been with you the whole time, Joros. How is your adventure? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's presenting! Oh, oh, what? I am presenting a knife. I hold it to Joros's throat. I'm afraid this is a double cross, friend. Kinky. <laughs> well, I usually love single crosses, not a double cross. That is right. I would like the power that Doug is offering, but you, you are trying to take it for yourself. I would never expect this kind of antisocial behavior from a hermit crab. <laughs> I initiate combat. And you, and you do so, but he has his knife to your throat, so he begins. The hermit crab attempts to swing. With a ten, you grab the knife just as it begins to touch your throat, and you toss him away. You son of a bitch that no. nicked my ruff! Joros, your turn. Okay. 
Well, uh, I am going to go into my old playbook and cast a good old-fashioned tidal wave. No. Joros, that might hurt the princess. Can I get anyone a coffee or a tea? Sorry, tidal wave of ruin. It's an 11. So from where you're looking, you are looking at the entrance and you're able to see the kelp forest, right? And as you cast this, you see the kelps begin to completely bend downwards as this tidal wave that you have ushered is far more powerful than I'm guessing you wanted to make it. Dungeon Master, I had in my little seaweed uh, shell. This force of, 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 of propulsion comes towards comes towards the onyx tower, smashing the frame of the door. I'm scared and I can't protect myself! The gargoyles and the statues around you disintegrate as basically this entire onyx tower begins to crumble from above. I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you can make it down the stairs before... Uh, it's a 10. A 10. Just enough. With your, uh, with your mastery of the sea and of swimming, you dive down below the staircase and as you look up, the onyx tower that was there is gone. Okay. Uh, wow. Overkill, buddy. Yeah, I hope that was not a historically protected landmark. Yikes. I just hope your sister is still alive. Finarina, can you hear us? We're here to help. You still hear her screaming. Ah! You went in the correct direction. Oh, good. I'm just taking notes on what you're doing. I'll, I'll stay quiet. And so you descend the staircase, the light of the surface bearing down upon you, where once it would have been dark, it is now fairly dim, but still seeable down here. It's still seeable. The room that you enter next is, I guess, ten feet by ten feet. Okay. Really kind of small. Okay. You see two doors, one to your left, and one to your right. And you see, guarding each door, a red imp and a blue imp. Okay. Well, uh, it's it's kind of dark down here, so I'm going to summon an anglerfish for a light. You do so immediately. You, the, 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 the room brightens up with the glow of the fish. Cool. Um, Joros, I need you to roll an intelligence for me. This seems very familiar to you. Okay. It is a five. A five. Read this in a book somewhere. You were high. You can't remember. Ooh, ooh, I know this. But women shouldn't solve puzzles. I feel like you're making grand uh, assumptions about your uh, gender simply based on one thing you did. Am I still filled with self-doubt because of the tower? Roll a constitution check. Two. Yes, uh, you are. Of course, I could be wrong. Tom has abandoned me. <laughs> Joros, you're hanging out with two uh, lunatics. Okay. Um. Well, I, I maybe I should just ask uh, one of the imps uh, which door we should go through. Can the imps talk? They sure can, and they are quite impish about it. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, I approach the red imp and I ask, is this the right door? <laughs> the right door for what? <laughs> to find my sis. Wait, who's your sister? Finarina. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you see, between my brother and I, one of us always tells the truth and the other will always lie. <laughs> of uh, course, this is the direction you should go. He's lying. It's me. <laughs> my door. What a lie. Mine. Okay. Uh, I think I have an idea. Uh, Red Imp are... I mean, you want to see through that, that lens of race, yes, but we're both imps. Okay, now you made it weird. Now I feel uncomfortable. Well, I feel uncomfortable, too. You, you're the one that said something about skin color. I'm so uncomfortable, <laughs> and I will never be comfortable. Well, I mean, I look at me. My skin is aqua fucking marine, okay? And but I don't. I, that that's not my identity. You're better because you have green as well as blue in your skin. Well, yeah, uh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's that. I don't make that my whole identity. Just because I'm green, I should go to the back of the ocean. Just because I'm green, you Wait, think? Okay, dungeon master. I know. I know which door I'm going through. Which one? Well, the red imp said that he was green, <laughs> so that means that he's the liar. So I'm gonna go through the blue imp's door. And so you do. Maybe he's just colorblind. And so you open the door, bracing yourself for what might come. Should you fail, should you choose the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing happens as you open it fully. Hell yeah. There was no way to know. There's never any way to know. They saved? Question mark? Not quite yet, Barnabas. For you see inside the frame through the door what looks to be a maze or a labyrinth perhaps whichever one it is we will find out in the next episode of improvised dnd everyone thank you so much for listening to arc three episode one of improvised dnd which is shaping up to be the arc of sex drugs and smooth smooth jazz and remember word of mouth is the purest magical essence which keeps beginning podcasts like us alive if you liked our show we would love you forever if you might share it with someone that might also enjoy such creative problem solving from joros bubble bath also it would help us ever so much if you could rate and review us with all of the stars and nice little comments that you could and you bet your secret kelp stash we're on all the social media we're on instagram and twitter as improvised D&D, that's the word and, and we're also on Facebook as Out on a Whim's Improvised D&D. That's ampersand because they let us use it. We're also brewing up an epic Patreon page with some cool goodies. Malvolia, Tiefling Sorceress, was played by Katie Rupert, Joros Kondos Bubblebath, Triton Drew was played by Daryl J. Monty, and Barnabas Starlight, Human Paladin, was played by Bryce Reed. Our NPCs were Judson Russell and Bailey Picorni, and our Dungeon Master was, of course, Malik Saman. And now in due reverence to Hograss, the great interdimensional audio beast from which our existence is broadcast, our intro song is Call to Swords by Tim Beak, and all of our atmosphere tracks are done by Michael Gelfie. This is Quillhaven Crest signing off. Search for signs of the apocalypse. There's no time like the present to make sure that we have a future. Goodbye! <laughs>